Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to the Insane Things Podcast, where we wrap up the week that was. When they look back in the history books, this will be a very important week. This is the week the petrodollar died. That's probably the biggest story this week, which is why the media is not talking about it. Our big dysfunctional American family never talks about what's important, which is how you know what's important. The demise of the petrodollar is perhaps Joe Biden's biggest disaster. The dollar's reigned king in the world for trading for 100 years. Joe Biden has worked hard to undo that, kicking the Saudis in the teeth over and over again. Almost as if he wants to ruin us economically. Because see, Saudi Arabia is the one country in the world with economic veto power over our economy, our lifestyle, our way of living, our prosperity. Here's why. Back in the 70s, we offered to come in and help develop the Saudis' oil lands. It took it from a desert Bedouin poor country to one of the richest per capita on earth. We promised to let them borrow our military. That's why we keep getting into all these weird foreign wars that don't seem to have uh, much meaning or purpose to American national security. We'd do all that for them, and we did, if they do one thing. When they sold that oil we helped them extract from the ground, they'd charge for it in dollars. No other currency. So the world's countries have to change into the dollar when they buy oil. Well, Saudi Arabia is also the de facto head of OPEC. So OPEC basically does the same thing, makes countries change out of their own currency and into ours when buying energy and oil. It's been that way for a long time. We built a whole swift financial system around it. Then when Joe Biden took office, it seemed he was doing everything he could to collapse the dollar. See, when other countries have to change into the dollar to buy their oil, they need lots of dollars. That's what lets us print and print and print. That's why America can spend trillions of dollars a year when there's only yeah, 121 million of us paying taxes. If anyone else tried it, think Venezuela or Zimbabwe, well, they'd end up broke with an apple costing $1,000. Then Biden began kicking the Saudis in the teeth again and again and again diplomatically. It's almost as if he was trying to crash the dollar. See, when countries don't need that dollar anymore, they could just buy in their own currency. Well, 
Our dollar will rapidly deflate, and we'll learn what percentage of its value is actually fake. What percentage of its value comes from this deal with the Saudis? Estimates have ranged anywhere from 20 to 50%. Yeah, think of the bite that would take out of your lifestyle. It was clear things were beginning to spin out of control earlier this year when the Saudis and Russia announced that Russia would now be providing for their national defense. Hoops. No one in Washington seemed to notice or care. They were too busy printing trillions of dollars. Then this week came the announcement I've been dreading, telling you about, worrying about for so long. Saudi Finance Minister Mohammed Al-Jardan said on Tuesday his government is willing to consider alternatives to the U.S. dollar for international trade. Consider? Mm. If they actually do that, they'll collapse the dollar. Think of it like taking a sledgehammer to our printing press and handing a little piece to each country. If they use their own currencies to buy oil in, then guess what? Their currency gets stronger and they can print a little more which is why everyone wants to do it. Washington, $31 trillion in debt, seems completely oblivious, almost childlike. As Joe Biden this week and the Democrats slam the Republicans for wanting to leave the debt ceiling where it is. They want to print more and more and more and more and more. When I posted about this on Twitter this week, I got an interesting comment from Badar Al-Omar, who lives in Saudi Arabia. My tweet was this. If you think inflation is bad now, oh, just wait. Eggs will be a luxury. This is Joe Biden's biggest disaster. Here's his comment. Referring to Saudi Arabia's controlled demolition of the petrodollar, he writes, that's when extreme leftist ideologues take power. They'll lead the country into oblivion. I fear he might be right. But maybe someone in Washington will wake up and do something to cause them to change their mind. Sure hope they do it soon. Insane thing, number seven. Food inflation stats that came out this week. Yeah, you've seen that 6.5% inflation figures down a little bit, and I guess that's good. But it measures a whole lot of things. When you break out, though, what's going on with food, which everyone must buy, that's insane. Listen to this. Inflation on food. Eggs, up 11.1%. Oh, year over year? No month over month. That's November to December. Okay, let me put this in perspective. Typical inflation for a year in America on average runs somewhere between 1.2 and 1.5%. When you have eggs going up 11% in a month, that's a problem. Eggs are in most of our food. That's why everyone's talking about this. But look at the rest of it. Tomatoes up 4.2%. Since November. That's, what, three years of inflation in a month? Lettuce up 4%. Butter up 2.3%. 2.3. Dear God, that's two years worth of inflation in a month. What butter is in a lot of things? Fresh vegetables up 1.2%. That's how much they normally go up in a year. Are you seeing what's happening here? This is because the overall inflation rate For food is over 12%. It's spinning out of control. How out of control? So out of control. We're seeing something we've never seen in our lifetimes. But this is another one of those important things. So our big dysfunctional American family isn't talking about it. You've got to go read the BBC to find out about it. This jaw dropper of a story. As egg prices rise, so do seizures at the U.S. border. What? 
People, I kid you not, are smuggling eggs from Mexico over the border, which it turns out is black market. It's illegal. It goes around regulations. They are risking fines of up to $10,000 to do it. And seizures at the border have spiked more than 100%. Why is this going on? Because eggs here cost almost twice what they do in Mexico. So anything that costs, you know, you get 50% cheaper in Mexico, I mean, they're going to smuggle it over. It doesn't matter what it is. And they are. The Border Patrol's warning, don't you do it. We don't want you to do it. You could get busted. Folks, get busted. Are you kidding me? Which Border Patrol can go after people smuggling eggs so the American people can afford them, but not after the 62,000 gotaways from this month. Those are the people who are criminals, internationally wanted more than likely, uh, terrorists or members of cartels, people we know. That's why they didn't turn themselves in. Another 250,000 people did. Were any of those people stopped? Oh, heck no. But try to come across with some eggs and they'll wreck you. Anthony Gago owns La Bodega Market in San Ysidro. And he says, oh, yeah, they're getting the eggs and picking up some gasoline while they're over there. Lots of American families crossing the border to, to buy eggs and not just eggs. You know, they're filling up on gas. They're they're basically seeing whatever groceries they can get on the other side. And um, it's a shame. You know, it's a shame to have to go to, a, you know, another country to buy essential items. It's sad. You know, it's 2023. Like I said, people have to cross the border to put omelets on the table. Now, the big lie here is that all oh, this is because of Joe Biden. Of course, this is because of the avian flu, because we've had to kill or they have died 40 million chickens. Problem is this. That's just 5% of our national flock. That wouldn't cause an increase this big. 60% nationally, but I think that's a lie. Where I live, it's a 385% increase since last January. We documented that in the Battleground podcast last week. What's the real reason? The cost of food for these animals is going through the roof. Utilities, fuel, all of it because of Biden's energy policies. And Mexico, which has friendlier energy policies, doesn't have these problems. Ask yourself this. If the avian flu is such a problem, why isn't it in Mexico? Why are eggs in Mexico half of what they are here? Why is everything so much cheaper in Mexico all of a sudden? Ask that and you'll get a little closer to the answer to the problem. It's Bidenflation. Insane thing number five. Nobody ever used to do this. Biden threatened to kill, specifically to have the military bomb, Americans who disagree with the federal government. It's not the first time he's done this or the second. This would be the third. And ban the number of bullets and go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty as water of the blood of patriots. Give me a, if you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. He's not the only one. Eric Swalwell, another Democrat, has also threatened to bomb the American people for disagreement. Here's the thing. I think they're serious. I don't think they're going to do it anytime soon. But what this tells me, the idea of bombing the American people with F-15s if they rebel against what the Democrats want to use the federal government to do, 
the fact that it rolls so quickly off his head means they've already thought this far. The first time I heard it, it shocked me because my brain never gone there. I assume some sort of war we'd have if we had uh, another civil war would be a shooting war. They've already thought this through and they've thought how they would tame any state that rebelled again. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Insane thing number four. Speaking of that rebellion, you know, the one they'd need the F-15 for. Yeah, that's well underway. I get this from you guys a lot. Hey, why isn't anyone rebelling? They are in exactly the way that our ancestors did when they came here. These numbers are astonishing today, and it shows what's going on. People are rebelling, trying to escape the left by running. They're packing up the moving van, and they're running. Listen to this from the New York Post. A staggering 64,577 New York residents exchanged their driver's license for the Sunshine State version last year. That's the highest of any year in history. And that history goes back decades. They're fleeing the misery of blue state life. But here's the weird thing. They're not alone, not by a long shot, because other records were set too in other blues, New Jersey, California, Illinois, Pennsylvania, all set new records for outbound migration in 2022. Outmound migration to the state of Florida, which Ron DeSantis has exhaustively advertised as non-woke. They're going anyway. That makes me think these are conservatives uh, or at least non-liberal people or at least reasonable, rational, normal people. Insane thing number three. Remember back in December of 2020 when U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr said that they had the Department of Justice had investigated allegations of voter fraud in the 2020 election and found no evidence of widespread voter fraud. There was even a memo that went out directing this investigation to 12 attorneys general across, you know, the districts. Naturally, media outlets on our side asked Barr's office for the evidence. Show us what you investigated. You know, give us the documents around your investigation. We'd like to see them. They wouldn't play ball, which is weird. You'd think they'd want it all out there. So they had to sue FOIA and go through court to get this apparently secret investigation of the election fraud that wasn't. And look, folks, I'd love to see this. I sat up all night that night. I will never forget as long as I live watching each of the five swing states shut down almost simultaneously with Trump so far ahead that by 10 p.m., Brett Baer had declared an 80% likelihood of Trump's win. When they reopened, Biden was ahead. You know the story. And that was, of course, after throwing out Republican poll watchers, putting cardboard up. You know the drill. So I would have loved to have gotten my hands on this. Jeffrey Clark wanted to, too. He's the director of litigation at the Center for Renewing America, the ones who sued. Well, they finally, after after almost two years of feed dragging, 
got a response to the FOIA request for this, you know, very secret election investigation and found out there wasn't one bombshell. There wasn't one. It appears Attorney General Bill Barr lied through his stinking teeth. Yep, 12 of the attorney generals were directed by Barr in a very public memo to investigate. 11 have come back. There are no documents because there was no investigation. One of them is still out. It's in the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. They haven't said yay or nay yet or returned anything. What does that mean? Bill Barr lied. Why would you lie? Why wouldn't you just investigate it? Make it transparent. Make it public. Put it out there so that America would know. In fact, you've seen the polls. Roughly half of America, and then the percentage, by the way, has been growing throughout the Biden presidency, not shrinking, believes this election was stolen. So debunk it. But make him legitimate. And the divisiveness. Why would you hide this? Well, you'd hide it because you didn't investigate it. Why didn't you investigate it? Why would you lie about it? It's insane. But no, less insane than the Department of Homeland Security via the CISA agency hiring a contractor in the summer of 2020. As reported by The Intercept, they got the information from a whistleblower. Remember, we've covered this on the Battleground podcast that in the summer of 2020, months before the 2020 election, the Department of Homeland Security hired a contractor to build an algorithm that would be deployed across 15 platforms, including Twitter, that would censor any mention of election fraud and in particular absentee ballot fraud. That's how I've always believed they did it. If they did it, how would they know the Department of Homeland Security in the summer of 2020, they'd need an algorithm to suppress mentions of voter fraud? on social media platforms, on Google. Don't know, but they did. Kind of makes you wonder what your government's up to. Insane thing number two comes to us from the World Economic Forum in Davos. You know those people. You'll own nothing. You'll be happy. The people who say that you won't have any privacy, but you'll get used to it, they actually tweeted that stuff. Yeah, well, Senator Joe Manchin, in addition to many luminaries and dignitaries, including our FBI director, were at Davos um, for their big confab there. And Joe Manchin said that we really need to rein in the free press. What's so insane about this is he actually spoke it out loud. Why? Because it's become so much the norm the idea that the First Amendment's kind of passe. We're not really doing that anymore. Yeah, it's in that Constitution thingy, but we're just kind of not really serious about it because of disinformation. We just got to, you know, kind of get a handle on it. And that this has become so much the norm, he felt comfortable saying this at Davos. The problem that we have is the open press system and basically all the platforms. So if you're able to have five platforms, social platforms, that you can basically um, personify the extremes. The open press system that we've had from our founding and that's enshrined in the First Amendment is a problem? The problem that we have is the open press system and basically all the platforms. He said it, by the way, during a conference on extremism, that would be anything that's the truth, but gets in the way of the globalist agenda. When I started my career, I worked in a liberal newsroom. I was the only non-liberal reporter. Democrats 
hardcores like them would have never said a thing like that. They just thought it was the right wing that was going to take away their First Amendment rights, but they were pretty passionate about them. Folks, this is a sea change that they speak this, that this is normal, that this is how they talk among themselves, as if the First Amendment is in the past. And what we're doing now is combating any kind of free press reporting environment. Finally, insane thing number one comes to us from Pennsylvania. And I swear, folks, it's not going to be the big things that tear this country apart. It's going to be stuff like this, where we finally just get a divorce. We cannot culturally live together because the left's ideas are so insane. You cannot hold them all in your mind. That's the definition of insanity. Holding two opposing contradictory ideas in your head at one time. And that's what you have to do to exist as a woman in Connecticut. Remember Selena Sule? She was a champion runner. She'd still be a champion runner. Probably be the New England state champion runner in her chosen area of competition. But she didn't get to run in the finals. Why? Because only the first and second place spots are allowed to go to compete for that. They were taken by two fully male, fully intact athletes who say they're women. She was left at number three. Otherwise, she'd be number one. She was clocking times fast enough to win it. She'll never get a chance to know if she would have because the boys flat out stole it from her. Then there's Chelsea Mitchell. Her name will go, never go down in history either. She was robbed blind as well. Four separate times, she lost the state championship title to male athletes. I, Folks, you can hear how upset I guess I have kids who compete in sports at a high level, and I know the work that goes into it. This rips my heart right out of my body, the injustice of it. But the liberals in Connecticut love this kind of thing. And they insist, and these girls have lost in court so far because those are liberal federal court judges, liberal federal districts as well. They insist there's no difference between men and women, none whatsoever. So men have to compete right beside the women. We can't have a separate sport or even a separate category for biological women. That would be wrong because there's no difference between biological women and trans women. You've probably heard this story, right? Well, here's where your head's going to explode. The same left-wing lunatic Democrat legislators in the Connecticut legislature who insist that intact biological males with no testosterone changes should be able to compete against biological women because there's no difference. Oh, and if you say there is, you're a bigot. They are backing legislation to get rid of the test to become a firefighter, the physical test that requires women and men and whoever wants to sign up to carry at least 50 pounds worth of equipment with them into the fire. It's a 50-pound vest component. Yeah, won't really survive without it. You also have to haul out of that fire the equivalent of a child. Less than 15% of biological women can do it. If they were morally or logically consistent, they'd tell the liberal women complaining about this because less than 15% of the firefighters in Connecticut are women. They'd tell the the liberal women complaining about this to go pound sand like Selena Soule because they're is no difference. Men, women, all the same. But wait, they didn't. Yep, they just passed a bill saying the women don't have to pass the test. 
Oh, and by the way, if it kills folks, nobody cares. They're Democrats. Aha. Uh-huh. I knew it. Democrats don't actually really believe men and women are biologically the same just because one says he's a woman. They don't believe it. They couldn't not and have this bill be what they sponsored and the Democrat Party is advocating for right now in Connecticut. They owe Selena Soule and everyone else who's lost out on these track titles an apology because they do know, they do understand. This clearly proves it that women biologically nowhere near as strong as men. And it proves this. While liberal loon Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson may not be able to define what a woman is, may not know or understand the difference between a female body and a male body, the Democrat Party sure does. And they're perfectly willing to admit it. Well, it's convenient for them. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 